Hello and welcome. We are on the Revival Road with evangelist Chance Walters. If you are new to the podcast, each week we will upload a new message taken from one of our ministry opportunities from all over the world. Our prayer is that the Word of God would challenge you and change you, conforming you into the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For more information, to give or to send in prayer requests, go to our website at www.chancewalters.org. And now, here is evangelist Chance Walters. We hope you enjoy the program. Reinhard Bonnke said, Why are you playing with marbles when you were meant to move mountains? And that's what I want to talk to you about today. If you need a title, here it is. You were meant to move mountains. Yes, you were meant to move mountains. I want to talk about this. Matthew chapter 17, verse 20. And Jesus said to them, If you have faith, the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible to you. Now, first of all, was Jesus talking about moving physical mountains? Absolutely not. It doesn't take faith to move matter. It takes big forearms and bigger biceps. Is anybody with me? You can't say to Mount Rushmore, Move over, my friend. Here I come in my minivan. No, Jesus was speaking metaphorically. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Symbolically, mountains represent things that rise up in our lives to stop us, deter us, and to discourage us from fulfilling our purpose. So mountains represent problems. Mountains can be a begetting sin or a sickness. Mountains can be marital problems or financial problems. Mountains can be bitterness or unforgiveness. Mountains can be anything, but we cannot let these mountains move us because we were meant to move mountains, mountains of greed ungodliness, addiction, adultery, debauchery, demons. Can I keep going? God wants us to move mountains of depression, grief, debt, discouragement, lust, lies. All of the mountains must move because we were meant to move mountains. So how do we, as agents of divine omnipotence, how do we Get the work done. And I'm so glad you asked because we got to have faith. The faith we do, we've got to have faith. The scripture says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed. Now, as God is my witness, I have a little jar of mustard seeds on my desk. And they look like the tip of a ballpoint pen. They are so small. Yet Jesus says, in comparison, if your faith looks like this, it doesn't matter. You can still move mountains. And I want to talk about this. Jesus took 12 uneducated, ordinary men 
and they turned the whole world upside down. This little group of guys got filled with the Holy Ghost, and it changed the game. Case in point, faith is faith. Little is much when the Lord is in it. We are called to go from faith to faith. I don't know who I'm talking to, but let God have your life. He can do more with it than you can. You may feel like a little mustard seed in the midst of the mighty Amazon. That doesn't matter because you are being called to make a difference. Yes, you are an answer to prayer. And God is going to use you to help people with very specific problems. I want to say, why are you playing with marbles? You were meant to move Mountains, you are a groundbreaker, a trailblazer, a a, a world changer. If you believe it, say, I receive it. Over the past eight years, I have seen God move mountains in our ministry. And I've been privileged to travel and see some of the most beautiful and majestic mountain ranges in the whole wide world. From Pikes Peak, America's mountain to Christ the Redeemer in Rio de Janeiro, to the 12 apostles at the Cape of Good Hope in South Africa, all the way to the Himalaya Mountains in northern Nepal, to Denali National Park in Alaska. There's so many more, and they are all unique in some form or fashion. I love to go to different places and climb mountains. But we just weren't called to climb mountains. We are called to move mountains. It's crazy. Casey and I just finished watching a documentary on Netflix called The Alpinist. And it's a true story about a guy who started to free solo mountains all around the world. Which means he was climbing without a rope. I could barely watch the show. It was crazy. He was climbing mountains with his bare hands and no rope. How many of you know that this took faith? Faith to take the first step and faith to take the right steps, or it would eventually cost him his life. And the same is true spiritually speaking. Faith in simple terms, it means to trust. In the documentary, this man trusted his gift. This man, me, I don't trust myself, I trust God. He's my gift. Psalms 37 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. There are seven different words for trust in the Bible and there are used in totality, 155 times, making this a very, very important subject in Scripture. Faith means trust. So let me give you three simple steps to move your mountains while trusting God because you were meant to move mountains. Number one, you have to hear You have to hear. Romans 10, 17 says, So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God. 
The NIV says it this way, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So here's a new news flash. All the books of the Bible speak about Jesus. The Pharisees said to him, <laughs> we don't trust you. And Jesus said, you study the scriptures, yes, but these are the very scriptures that testify about me. They didn't trust him because they didn't know who he was, but we do. Jesus is the word, so we have to get a word. For every problem you have in your life, there is a promise. So find a promise and start praying your spirit your promise in the Spirit, and things will begin to move, and you'll see a miracle manifest in your life. So it was in Acts chapter 14. The apostles continued to preach the gospel. And in, in Lystra, there sat a man who was lame, and he had been that way from birth, and he had never watched. Now watch this. He listened to Paul, and as he was speaking, Paul looked directly at him and saw that he had faith to be healed. And he called out to this man, Sir, stand up on your feet. And at that moment, the man jumped up and began to walk. Now watch this, verse 9. The crippled man heard God's word. Therefore, it is clear that hearing the word of God produced faith in his heart, because the Apostle Paul looked at him and saw that he had faith to be healed. And then the preacher spoke out and said, Stand up on your feet. And the man was instantaneously healed, meaning his mountain of paralysis was moved by faith from hearing Paul's preaching of the word. So this brings us to a crisis of faith. What do you say? When you preach to yourself, you got problems. I've got problems. You know, I've got 99 problems, but preaching ain't one. Because hearing God's word produces faith as it did with the lame man. So what do you do when you preach to yourself? What are you saying to your problem? Are you, are you telling God about your problem or are you telling your problem about your God? So if you want to be a man or woman of great faith, study the scripture. Get the word in your heart. What is God's will? God's will is God's word. So you may say, I don't hear from God. I don't know his voice. Well, if you can't hear God, read God. When in doubt, break the Bible out. Read the Bible. Every time I read the Bible, I pray Psalm 119.18. Heavenly Father, open my eyes that I may see the wonderful things in your word. Pray that prayer. Ask God to activate your spiritual senses to see and hear and understand God's word deep inside your heart. Number two, if you want to move mountains, you got to believe. You got to believe steadfastly, unshakably. Otherwise, all you have is head knowledge. Hebrews 4 2 For unto us was the gospel preached, 
as well unto them. But the word preached did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith. See, you can fulfill step one. You can hear the word and still fail to see God move. Why? Because you don't believe. You got to believe. Matthew 21, 22, in all things, whatever you ask in prayer, believe and you shall receive. Do you believe that God can move mountains? You've heard the word. Now it is vitally important that you believe that the word is true, that every word applies to you within the binding of the Bible. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you can believe. Jesus said, when you pray, if you believe, you shall receive. Let's say you're facing a need in your life or in the life of a loved one. First, you have to recall a clear, specific, precise promise in Scripture. For example, 1 Peter 2.24, By His stripes you have been healed. You heard it. Now you have to believe that it is absolutely, infallibly true. Then ask the Lord in prayer. And expect to receive. Why? Because the Son of God promised all things whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. This kind of prayer in faith is powerful and effective. Find a promise and start praying and speaking to your problem. Don't waver. Don't let doubt creep in because the scripture says when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave tossed in the sea. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, James 1, 6, and 7. So somebody say, out with the doubt. You've got to remove the doubt, reroute your doubt. Come on, somebody. There are two steps. Number one, hear the word, because faith comes from hearing the word. Number two, believe the word without doubting or wavering. And this leads us to the third and final step to a faith that moves mountains. And it's probably my favorite. You gotta speak. Number three, you gotta speak. Second Corinthians 4:13. It is written, I believed. Therefore, I have spoken. Since we have the same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. The Apostle Paul says that you have the same spirit of faith as the grandfathers of our faith. Just like them, take your faith to the next level and speak it out loud. Are you with me today? Yes, there is immense power in expressing your faith in spoken word. All through the Bible, we see this principle. Jesus stood before Lazarus' grave. Think about this. His friend had been dead for four days. Jesus didn't just hope in his heart 
for the reviving of his friend. No, he called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. John eleven forty three, and the dead man came out of his grave. And this is a true story. Jesus, Simon Peter, and the Apostle Paul, all three of these men were used by the Holy Spirit to raise the dead. Reinhard Bunke, too. You can read the book, Raised from the Dead. It will change your life. Write this down. Your voice is your address in the Spirit. Your voice lets the principalities and the powers of the earth know that you're not dead and you're not playing games. No more marbles. You were meant to move mountains. You've got to speak. No more meditation. No more thinking. We've got too many thinkers. We need more speakers. You need to take what you heard in the secret place in your prayer closet and you need to stand out on a street corner and begin to pray out loud. And then you will see your mountains move. Mark 11, 22 teaches us to talk to our mountains. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. You see that? We've got to talk to our mountains. See, you have power and authority. Jesus taught us to speak, to say what we are asking for, and not to doubt, but believe. And if we do that, if we have confidence in God and in the promises of Scripture to speak to the mountains in our lives, we will watch God supernaturally intervene mightily on our behalf. See, faith can move mountains of any size that you're facing today. Supersize me. Somebody needs to say that right now. You need to be supersized. The Bible teaches us a simple three-step format to cultivate this type of dynamic faith. Hear the word. Study it. Read it. Memorize it. Believe the word. God cannot lie, Titus 1-2. Hear it. Believe it. Speak it. God's word in your mouth is just as powerful as God's word in his mouth. It will not return void, but it will accomplish the purpose for which it was sent. you got to speak it. Luke one twenty six, and I close, tells a story of the angel Gabriel appearing to your little young virgin Mary. And he announced that she would conceive a son by the Holy Spirit, and that that child would be the Messiah. And Mary heard God's word from the angel, and she believed that word, and she spoke that word. May it be unto me as you have said, O God. That's one of my favorite verses in all of the Bible. And we need to hear, believe, and speak. May it be unto me as you have said, 
Oh, God, this kind of faith, friend, can move mountains. I don't care what the obstacle is. That's irrelative. Either you have a big problem or you have a big God. The answer is in your hands. And Zechariah was posed with the same question when he said, Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you will become a smooth plain. Because this is not by might nor by power, but it's by the Spirit, says the Lord. And the same is true for you. Whatever the difficulty, whatever the situation, whether it be sickness, a strained relationship, or maybe a host of other problems, hear God's word today. There is hope. You shall have whatever you say. Believing it, you shall receive. Just lift up your hands right now. I want to pray, Heavenly Father, we speak to the mountains that are standing in the way. We speak to the very thing that is deterring us and stopping us from fulfilling your purpose. We repent from our sins and we speak the word with great authority mountain be moved in Jesus name be moved and cast into the sea we know the word we believe the word we speak the word mountain you will become a smooth plain come on you were meant to move mountains your mountain will never move until you start moving your mouth by faith heavenly father increase our faith Today, may the mustard seed grow into a family tree. Sickness be gone. Strange relationships be healed. Sons and daughters be saved. Insecurity and fear flee. In Jesus' name, for those who need a financial breakthrough, I join my faith with you today. We are willing. Whatever you want us to do, speak, Lord. We're listening. We lean not on our own understanding, but we we turn to you. Have your will and have your way. I sense mountains are being moved out of the way. Keep praying. Keep pressing in. Hallelujah. Feel the Holy Spirit. We would love to hear your testimony. Share it with the, with the world. Heavenly Father, thank you that you've given us three simple strategic steps from Scripture to see mountains uprooted and cast into the sea. May they dissipate and disappear today for your glory and your fame in Jesus' name. Until next time, keep Moving mountains. This program was made possible by the generous partners and friends of Chance Walters Ministries International. Until next time, we are on the Revival Road. For more information, download our free ministry app or go to our website at www.chancewalters.org. Indeed, the best is yet to come.